It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. Because the NHL drafts like 17 year olds, the NHL has to tread the water really carefully. They don't even have a goalie. Like, what is what is the draw? But going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. But Where is this going? Oh so no. So listen, I hear me out. It's going somewhere. It's it's just not part of hockey. Like, really looks like that weird dad. I don't want me to pick up from school. Like, welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Slapshot Sweethearts. I am here alone tonight. Shannon is out doing something. We have a lovely guest from the Seattle Kraken organization, organization. Chanel, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I feel like I definitely forced myself onto a show. So <laughs> I feel bad for all your listeners, but this is very <laughs> exciting for me. So We're so excited to have someone from the Kraken with so much going on, but let's start, before we get into all of that, let's start with your background a bit, how you got here. I know you've been into sports your whole life, so this obviously seems natural, but let our viewers know kind of your path to where you are now. Um, I honestly, I think I've just been on Twitter for way too long, um, and it's come in handy because, as you said, like I've, I've been immersed in sports forever. I grew up watching my brothers play um, and I kind of just got forced into it um, as a bystander. So it was kind of a matter of time before it seeped into my life. Um, I was not interested in any sports at all as a kid. I kind of despised them because I was like, I'm being dragged to these practices and games and the weather's awful all the time because they usually picked more fall winter sports. None of them were ever inside, except when they were inside, it was freezing. So, yeah, yeah, I've I've just kind of been living life. And um, at some point, I kind of realized the lack of representation um, for women at first, um, especially in hockey. And then it kind of transitioned, being like, not only do I not see enough women in the sport or covering the sport, but I don't even see like, you know, any disability representation either. Um, and I'm disabled. So it's kind of like all these things started coming to the surface. Um, and last summer, I kind of felt like, you know, just feeling a bit useless and just wanted to do something about, you know, this, this sport that I love so much. Um, and I didn't really know how to go about it because from what I could tell, there wasn't any job out there that really fit what I wanted to do as far as bringing accessibility to games. Um, and so I kind of just wrote a couple articles about all the feelings I was having because I couldn't really put it into like a video or a quick thing. So um, eventually those articles surfaced and my boss 
found me and she reached out to me and then it was kind of just a little bit of madness ever since. That's awesome. And I know you were a content creator before that with Pucker Up Sports during college, you hosted your own podcast. How did you get involved with those aspects of this industry? Yeah, so I got recruited sort of to, to work for Pucker Up and um, I led more of the social media side of that because I'm not really a sports journalist and I wasn't I wasn't trying to head in that direction. Um, I'm I love like reading sports journalism, but I'm like I could never <laughs> I could never do that. Um, that takes a lot of commitment and time that I just don't think that I'm I'm equipped for. But um, so I kind of uh, applied to be a social media coordinator for them, and I did that for oh, almost a year. Um, and it was it was really great because I made some of my closest friends I think I'll ever have. Um, and that alone made it worth it. Um, and just like, I don't know, it was just a, at the time, it was just a blog for mostly directed towards women, and, and it was a women ran organization. So that was also kind of important to me. It wasn't like top priority, but it was kind of like a special bonus. Um, and then I also kind of got recruited to work, uh, with this program called Galvanize by Laura Oakman. And that leans more on the NFL side, um, which I was a football fan first. So um, I also love watching football. And um, that that sport is also a bit of a mess when it comes to you know diversity and inclusion. Very so it's, it's especially, again, for women. So it's kind of like, you know, like pick your avenue. And, and I'm, I've been more of a committed hockey fan for the last like eight years or so. So it was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit more passion for this game because it almost, because it needs more work, which is confusing. Um, I just had a conversation with my friend who's kind of trying to do the same thing I'm doing for the Jaguars. And I'm like, honestly, I feel like you're going to get a lot fast, further faster than me because there's just certain things that the NFL has um, as far as resources is concerned that the NHL just doesn't. Um, and no matter what, you're still doing good for whatever organization you work for because accessibility isn't really the priority right now. So Yeah, sports just focuses so much on like able-bodied people. It's not very diverse in the players, obviously. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit in the back offices, like all of that. But it's definitely so important about what you're working towards and for everyone listening can you tell them a little bit more about your role and what you guys are trying to accomplish yeah so i was hired um as their intersectionality consultant and i kind of you know learned about that word last year realized how much disability intersects with everything because disability doesn't care what you look like or where you come from it affects so many different people with all different backgrounds so for me, um, my intent in the sort of job that I kind of created for myself because there was no blueprint to give to, to my boss at the time. Um, and I was initially only recruited to help them with the mobile app, which was going to take about eight to nine months from the first time we talked. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of interesting looking at that now because we're a year after I got that initial message um, it's kind of funny, the anniversary or whatever, like, just happened. So it's been kind of weird to 
to think about all that's happened in the last year because of this itch I had to actually do something with, you know, having someone actually want to bring accessibility as a priority to the organization, let alone in the NHL. So um, I basically was kind of thrusted into this role of just kind of, you know, being in a bunch of these DNI meetings that we have and um, all types of things like room facilities, operations to social media and our comm department. Like I'm, I'm essentially everywhere at this point. I feel like people are kind of tired of seeing me around. Um, but, no, it's so important. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I hope so. Um, so it's it's been really interesting to to bring you know that perspective into these these situations and. Um, you know, I like to point out that I'm not the only person that we can consult with. We consult with a lot of really great organizations that center around disability and stuff like that. But I'm their, like, in-house, quick go-to type person. And then, you know, if, if I'm, because I can only give, you know, my singular opinion on something, if I don't feel comfortable with, you know, just my opinion of it, I'd be like, we should, you know, reach out to our other resource. Um, but we've just done so many like little things that people just wouldn't really think about doing, you know, like from the get go. And that's been really fun to, to accomplish with them. And it's kind of just stuff that, that I'm not even going to get to enjoy from so far away. It's a lot of like in-game stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be really exciting to see a lot of that stuff come to life this year. Yeah. It seems like Seattle's really put an emphasis on, action between their arena diversity and inclusion they're really trying to start out as almost a role model for other organizations of how they can be more inclusive have you felt that through everyone in the organization as much as they kind of put it out there absolutely um you know people and organizations make mistakes all the time and like actual mistakes, not like really terrible choices that then label as mistakes. Like we are learning every day, um, but you know, we hold ourselves accountable a lot, especially if, you know, something goes wrong or, um, you know, we're just learning all the time, but we do at the same time want to get it right the first time. So there are a lot of scenarios where, you know, we do a lot of research on something before, we go into it because we want to do it right the first time. But we're also very open to learning from our mistakes and, you know, trying to make sure that we're on our toes about a lot of the stuff that goes on um, in our organization, especially when it comes to social media, because a lot of people are watching us um, and we want to be able to walk the walk. So um, I have seen it. I saw it. And then when I visited there, recently it was all kind of just like a whirlwind of like meeting everybody and and you know like I I felt pretty good about where I was before I went there and now that I'm back I find myself being even more like present and comfortable with everybody so it's it was kind of weird because I thought I was okay but then I realized I was even more comfortable after the fact um so it's kind of felt like a little bit strange but a little bit cool too yeah, that's amazing. We have to talk about your trip, obviously. You have to <laughs> announce the Kraken's pick from Hurricanes. What was that experience like, like being there, being the person to announce that pick? Yeah, in hindsight, it's kind of funny because, like, we rescued 
Morgan Geeky before uh, stuff hit the fan. Um, yeah, I so I literally decided that I wanted to see if I could even go to the expansion draft like three weeks before it happened um, because I was just like, I don't know, from, from what I could tell and it definitely was this, like people were so, so busy. So I was like, I don't want to come, you know, 3,000 miles if I'm going to be in the way. So I was like, I need to really figure out, like, is this a, a good time to come? Like, am I going to be in the way of everything or whatever? Um, so I ended up calling my boss and I was like, I'm considering coming, but please, like, straight up, tell me if it's going to be, like, impossible for you to be there and I'll, you know, come later, I'll come in October or something or earlier or later, whatever. Um, and he was like, no, this is actually the perfect time for you to come. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, and I was, like, kind of expecting him to be like, uh, like, maybe, you know, try again in August or whatever. Um so I was really shocked. Um, I'm being dead honest. Like I was like, okay, I was kind of hoping he'd say no because this is a big trip. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of organizing on my end. So, um, I just, I just decided to go. And then, like from that day after, I'm like booking flights and hotels and all this other stuff that was so messy at the time. Um, and then like a week before we were getting ready to go, I got an email that was like. Hey, do you want to announce a pick? You're going to do it with the Washington Wild, which is a youth girls hockey group. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I was like, you know, I was just like, freak out. I was like, I literally, I think I, I honestly don't even know what went through my mind because like, I like, blacked out a little. I definitely blacked out a little bit. I was like, <laughs> are you sure you have the right person? Like, what? Um, it was just so, it was so weird, and, like, I am not really this, like, this, like, hippy-dippy person or whatever, but I had been doing, like, manifestation boards or whatever, like, vision-type stuff for a couple months out of this year, and, like, I would write on it, like, expansion draft, like, on, like, a couple of them and, like, thinking about it, and then, like, a trip to Seattle or whatever, like, you know whatever yeah. not oh, really thinking too time. much about yeah. it i'm like but now i'm like looking back on it, i'm like i did this to myself and let me tell you it was the most stressful 30 seconds <laughs> of my life like You're like everyone is watching me it was i had to not tell myself that i literally like remember just being like don't think about it don't think about how many people don't think about it just pretend like it's just this like 2000 or however many in this park that you're at right now like do not think about what else is happening during this like it was actually nerve-wracking and I like grew up doing like theater and I was one of those kids um thankfully I stopped before middle school so it was like I got out just in time but I just I never had like that bad a stage fright before and I'm like this is insane um we had a rehearsal which was just me and the production team like both the Kraken and ESPN and that was weird um yeah it's it was it was it was a lot. I couldn't eat the whole day. It was such a weird thing. I don't know. I've never experienced it. Yeah, I was like, let me not barf on TV. Like, let, yeah. me, just, let me just not do that. Um, 
so then after it was over, like we went to one of my colleagues' house and like ate burgers on his roof, and it was like the best burger I've ever had because they literally hadn't eaten for like a whole day. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? I'm never doing that again. Um, and I kept telling people that, and they everybody at work was like, "No, you did so good. Like, you didn't even you know mess up or anything." And then everybody's like, "You said the right team," and I'm like. But that was the easy part. Like, at least, it, I mean, his name, thank God, too, is really easy to say. Um, yeah. It was one of those, like, wild ones. Because there were a couple of those. There were a couple of those names. And I just remember, like, looking at the list, like, when it was starting, when we were, like, wrapping up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I really did look out with getting, like, geeky out of all of them. Like, thanks, God. Like, one time you didn't play me, but it's fine. It was was crazy. (laughs) That's amazing. So last question, part of this historic moment, new team, first year, what are you most excited for for this season? Oh, my gosh. Um, So much of it. I think the one thing, at least for me as a fan, I've gone to a bunch of Bruins games. I feel like, is Shannon the one that's the Bruins fan? Yeah. Of course, she's not here. Um, <laughs> she would understand. Uh, but it's it's been really interesting. I'm in a DEI group that's like social comms and game press. And game presentation is one of, like, I feel like the least known categories in this sport. And that's literally like all the intermission stuff you guys see, like the hype videos before, puck drops, like all this stuff that you just don't really think about and it's all the theatrical stuff but like the night the golden nights like it's all that stuff um and that's the part that i'm excited for everybody to see because i don't even know what that's gonna look like i know some of i know like a little bit of what's going on um we get a taste of it sometimes but they they have not spoiled the whole thing for us which has been kind of exciting for me as a fan because i'm like i mean i don't know what it's gonna be like but i know it's gonna be electric so I'm, I think that if, if you get to catch a game or if, you know, like some stuff gets shown on TV, I'm sure like one of the first games, there's going to be footage of like the whole thing. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, I think it's kind of like the stuff that just people don't really know about, like game prize and, and the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and yeah, I, it's really just watching all my friends work come to life, like all these months of preparation and you know, late hours and all these things. Like, I'm excited for them. Yeah, it's finally time to see it all come to fruition. Yeah. We're super excited. We got to chat with you tonight. So pumped to see the Kraken season come to life. Obviously, our pregame show is going to be amazing. I know. Um, but so happy we got to talk with you. Let everyone know where they can find you on social media. I'm Chanelli37 everywhere. Um, I lucked out that one of our players picked 37 as their number hopefully i like them as much as the 37 that i actually is for but we'll see that remains to be seen um but yeah i'm so grateful that you guys let me come on your show even though i basically invited myself so (laughs) no we're so excited for this trust me but guys this is another episode of slash on sweethearts make sure you stick around see what's next we have so much more coming up this week all off season so don't miss a thing we will see you soon
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.